a text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day, comes to us from the book of Jeremiah, the 28th chapter, and especially these words that the prophet Jeremiah said. Amen. May the Lord do so. May the Lord make the words that you have prophesied come true and bring back from this place from Babylon the vessels of the house of the Lord and all of the exiles. Yet hear now this word that I will speak in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. They say there is one sign that you can put up outside your house that will do more to keep intruders out than even the most modern security systems. That sign, beware of dogs. Yes, throughout time, it has been proven that these signs are more effective at keeping intruders out than so many other things. Oh, it's true that your dog is not going to give you high-resolution video if an intruder does make it into your house, but it's equally true that they might be the very reason why the intruder never makes it that close anyways. Yes, those signs, especially if backed up by a real guard dog, make sure that the intruder thinks twice before ever getting into your house. The thought of a possible attack by an animal is a lot to keep people away. The title of my sermon for today is Beware of the Sheep Dog. Historically, sheep dogs were dogs that were bred to be specifically able to help a shepherd carry out his work of caring for the sheep, of making sure they stayed safe and that they were well nourished. And at different points in the church's history, while you may have never heard this, the church has referred to pastors and to prophets and apostles as the sheepdogs of God. You see, they are ones whom God uses to help do his work of keeping his sheep safe and making sure they are well nourished as well. In our Old Testament reading for today, we encounter Jeremiah speaking to the people and to some of the other prophets. Jeremiah is one of those old-time sheepdogs of God, And he speaks there about the nature of the words that he was often given by God to speak. You see, Jeremiah lived near that end of the period when Israel was still in the promised land, then lived through the exile and prophesied even from the exile. And so if you read the book of Jeremiah, you see that many of his words were quite harsh words indeed that he had to speak. For he was given words from God to speak to that people who had rebelled year after year against him in the promised land. Last week, if you remember, Jeremiah said that sometimes those words he was given to speak were a derision to him. In other words, he didn't really want to speak them. But he found that if he did not, they burned within him until he finally spit them out. Now, why would a prophet, a great prophet like Jeremiah, not want to speak the word of God given to him? Well, because quite frankly, he knew that the people would not like what they heard. 
He was delivering words that would reveal their sinful condition and indeed some of their specific sins. And that did not make him popular among the people at all. But Jeremiah was not the only one claiming to be a prophet in those days. In fact, shortly after Babylon actually came in and burned the temple and took out all of the valuable things from it to take back to Babylon, there was a man named Hananiah who also claimed to be a sheepdog for God. But he had a message different than what Jeremiah had said. He told the people really that all was well. He said that within two short years, Babylon's whole structure would fall apart and they would bring back right to the house of the Lord everything that they had taken. They would bring back the temple stones and the gold and all the people that had been exiled. Yes, he said that Babylon would end their reign over the nation of Judah and everything would go back to the way it was before the exile. It all sounded very good. The problem was, it was a lie. It was not a word of prophecy that he had received from the Lord. Instead, he simply told the people what they wanted to hear. He told them essentially that their long-standing rebellion against God was not really that big of a deal, and that the discomfort they were feeling would soon be over. Now, Jeremiah, in hearing this word, did not know for certain if it was a word from the Lord or not at first, but he did know that it was questionable, for after all, he had received the word of the Lord that said that this exile would go on for quite some time. And then there was that other thing that Jeremiah had learned about words from the Lord that made Hananiah's word seem rather suspicious. You see, God did not typically send a prophet with only words of comfort. Oh, to be sure, God always promises good things to his people. But generally, when a prophet was sent, those words were preceded by words that were a call to repentance. A call to repentance that said there would be dire consequences if that call was not heeded. Certainly, God never gave a word to a prophet that simply overlooked the sins of the people and just said, all is well. Jeremiah did admit, though, that it was possible that Hananiah's word was true. It was possible that God had sent only a word of comfort with no word of warning. But he said that would be so unusual that the only way to know for sure that it was a word of the Lord would be after it had happened or not happened. You see, God's word most often comes to us with a word of law and a word of gospel. It comes to us with a threat of temporal and eternal destruction if sin continues, and a promise of temporal and eternal life if repentant faith flourishes. It comes to us often with the threat of hell, and with the promise of heaven. And so today we say, beware of the sheepdog. The sheepdog of God, who only wants to tell you always that things are well. Beware of the pastor who tries to keep everyone happy, no matter what he has to say to do it. Beware the sheepdog that just lets the sheep wander off wherever they want to go. 
You should flee from such sheepdogs, and you should encourage your pastor to speak the true word of God to you, even if that word might sting you a little. Because have no doubt, pastors in our day struggle just like pastors back in Jeremiah's day did. It's not always easy to speak the word that you know you should speak. It still doesn't always make the pastor the most popular person if he does just that. Yes, there are days when a pastor would rather just hold in those words than let them out. But you see, a true sheepdog of God warns people of danger. Just like a true guard dog does. It warns of danger to people who might trespass. Yes, the true sheepdog of the Lord also warns people of danger and then seeks to deliver them into places of safety. And so being a pastor means both speaking hard words of law at times and then in the next minute getting to speak the sweetest words of the gospel. It means doing the hard work of revealing sin and then doing the joy-filled work of removing that sin in Jesus' name and in his stead. And I guess that's the second way that the sermon title sort of works. Beware also of the true sheepdog that God sends. Now, I'm not saying to be afraid of the pastor that God sends you, but do take his warning seriously about sin and its dire consequences. Because they're not his words at all, they are words given to him by the good shepherd in his holy word. And those words are meant for your good. It is your sheepdog trying to keep you from danger and to give you everything you need to be nurtured in the faith. Yes, his words are meant to return you to the good shepherd and his flock, where the forgiveness of sins and life is given and sustained. It is meant to return you to Jesus, the good shepherd, that one who laid down his life for you, the sheep. So be honest today. What kind of sheepdog do you want in your life? What kind of sheepdog would you have for a pastor? Do you want a Hananiah who will tell you that all is well and will tickle your ears until they squeal for joy? Or do you want a Jeremiah? will tell you the truth even if it makes him cry. Well, the first will certainly cause you less pain in the world. You won't feel so bad about yourself. It'll help you to keep a positive attitude. The second, though, is not going to leave you quite as comfortable, for he's going to reveal your true nature. And the words he speaks might indeed ruffle your feathers and your whole life, for that matter. The problem with the first is that he'll keep you happy with lies. And the end of that is death. The second will tell you truth. And the end of that is Jesus. You see, when a pastor must issue a word of warning, it is not meant to hurt you in the end. It's meant rather to save you. It's meant to keep you from wandering out of the good shepherd's fold where living water and green pastures are so abundant and plentiful. It's meant to keep you from leaving life, that life you have been given with the good shepherd Jesus.
and to call you back to that life when you have wandered from the fold. So yes, beware of the dog. Beware of the sheep dog. Beware of that false sheep dog who tells you just what you want to hear. For he's not leading you to the good shepherd, but away from him. But also beware of the real sheep dog as well. For his words at times might feel like you just got bit in the ankles. But know that they are all words leading you back to the good shepherd Jesus. Know that after the warning comes the wealth. The wealth of salvation. The wealth of life. The wealth of being with Jesus. And there's nothing better than that. Here's the truth we all must recognize today. When it comes to sharing hard words, everybody involved is a little reticent about the process. The sheepdog, he often doesn't want to do the job when it means delivering harsh words to someone. And the sheep, they often don't want him to do his job either, if that is going to be what comes out of his mouth. But this we know. God, he wants that work done. Because he knows as the sheepdog does that work and as the sheep receive that care, something great happens. Lost sheep are saved and are given life in the good shepherd's fold forever. So for all the times when maybe you've wanted a sheepdog, that one that's looking over you to just tell you what you want to hear, you should repent. And I'll join you for all the times when I don't want to speak that word that I know I should anyways. And both of us, having repented, will find ourselves right there before the Good Shepherd. Both of us will be forgiven and cared for by the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for the sheep. And then you and I together will be truly well. Amen.